Hey guys, so what's up? Um, it's been a minute since I recorded anything. And yeah, I was just sitting here feeling sorry for myself. And I'm like, why don't I just do what I like to do? And I'll probably feel better. I mean, it, it has to be almost the simplest thing. Like, I, I'm just sitting here and just talking shit. So, yeah, just talking my shit. Um, we're now in, what, August? I think the last time I recorded was in May, but I never put it out. Um, it was just mostly me talking about how hard it is to work out during this pandemic. Like... I just don't understand how I'm supposed to get back in shape if the gyms don't fucking open back up. I mean, I don't even know if they even really did open back up. I feel like they said they were going to open and then maybe for like a week, maybe they were actually open. And then after that, they were closed again. Um, I know my gym at my job, my gym at my job is closed and that was my main man that was my main my main gym you know um the at home workout is the at home workout is is not for me right now um I'm in the process of I'm (laughs) I'm constantly in the process of cleaning my room but also I am trying to move soon so I don't know. My room is going to be a wreck. Um, that's it. It's it's hot in the house. I can't really work out right now. Anyway, I'll probably pass out from this heat. This heat has been crazy. But I do love it. I'm going to miss it. I know it's going away real soon. It's, can't believe fall is around the corner. It's about to be Halloween. And then all of a sudden, the holidays are going to be here all over again. In which, man... I think I broke my, uh, I'm looking forward to New Year's, but I think I broke New Year's last year. I had entirely way too much fun, and I think the universe said, Naomi, have fun, and then now we all can't go out, (laughs) because that's how it works. Something I did affected the world somehow. Um... But yeah, I haven't recorded in a while, and yeah, I was feeling bad about myself, you know, just <sighs> just all work, no play, all work, no work towards myself, and it was just getting hard. It's 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 hard, but this is me saying, hey, fuck sitting here and what watching TV or something. Let me just record something and see how it goes. Why not? What else do I have to lose? You know? It's all about consistency at the end of the day, right? I think that's like the main thing that I hear is it's always... It's just about being consistent and... I thought I was being kind of consistent. I looked at my podcast. It was coming out like maybe once every two weeks or once every 10 days. And that was cool or whatever. I would love to make this something that maybe I stop and I do once a week at least. Who knows? I don't know. But yeah, 
all work is terrible. I feel like I don't know who all... I know a lot of people are out of the job these days, but I've been working since COVID hit. And I think at first we were kind of working from home. Um, I got to work from home maybe two days out the week. And yeah, since then, we've been back at full force. Everybody's like, are you essential? I mean... I'm like, damn, maybe I am essential. I didn't think so, but, you know, I am. And I guess I, I guess (laughs) I am thankful to have a job right now, even though, even though work has been very trying, I'm still very thankful for it. Now, do I think about, Quitting and doing nothing all day? Yes. Yes, I do. Like, I... It's not even about just, like, work. Like, you just... I'm tired of seeing all you guys have so much fun (laughs) while we're in this fucking quarantine. And here I am taking my ass to work 10 to 6 every day. Where, where, Where does this make sense? How... What's going on? But, you know, I think... I think it is slightly my fault for, like I said, not doing other things that make me happy that will also balance out. So I pretty much work all week and then on the weekends I hang out with my friends that are willing to hang out with me and I drink and that's about it. Not, I'm not working out. I'm not going for a walk every day. I'm not, you know, I'm not drawing the way I like to draw. I'm not doing those things. And it's funny how I could be so surprised that I'm so tired of work. Well, no shit. That's the only thing that you're doing consistently for a minimum of 40 hours a week, a little bit more. And then what else are you doing? You know, you got to really ask yourself that. You can't just work all the time. And then are you vacationing? Are you, are you getting into how balanced your work-life balance is? You know, like it's right now for me, I'm very on unbalanced on the heavy on the work end, you know, but work isn't bad. I just have to use that extra time outside of work. Like, Right now, just got off of work and decided to record that I have to be productive. You just have to choose to be that way or not. You lose yourself. You lose yourself in this crazy ass American dream, you know, work and then you'll be fine. You know, you'll be successful and all these other things. Well, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, work is cool, but it's not cool to not have some type of outlet. It's not cool to just work all the time and not have an outlet to be able to express yourself in a different way. Because at work, I don't get to express myself, right? I guess it depends on how some people have some cool-ass jobs out there. But for me, I don't get to show my personality all the time. I don't get to you know, 
wear whatever the fuck I want to wear. I don't get to say whatever the fuck I want to say. I have to sit there and I have to abide by these rules. And, you know, they're there for a reason. But, you know, I have to find that balance into something else. Um, going back to gyms being closed and doing stuff that I like to do, yoga. I used, I was doing quite a bit of yoga before COVID hit and yes, I could look up online. I know there's people who have classes online, but yoga has always been such a personal, personal thing like you feel so connected to the teacher at least for me this is the type of yoga I have done is that you just feel so connected to the teacher to the environment that you're in you know you're smelling palo santo and then you know they got sage burning and then you know it's it's the environment and that's it's such a big thing about yoga one of the reasons I don't just plop a mat down in my house and do it my house isn't like I said earlier, my room isn't that place. It's just not it. I need to, I'm thinking soon I'm about to ask someone, I'm about to pay somebody $50 or something for a class, like a personal class to be taught at the park or something. Right? Like I got to adapt somehow because soon Soon, I just, like, my body has already probably forgotten a lot of the poses and everything like that. But soon, it's just, like, I just have to find something. I'm going crazy here. I have to work out. I have to do yoga. I have to do something else other than just work. And I that's all I've been doing It's just work. I mean, since March, you guys, like, March, I recorded two pieces of an episode or something like that didn't like it got discouraged and then now here it is august august from march that's five months five months ago is when i don't know i just stopped doing the things that i like to do which makes me want to segue into the thought of is it my meds right um i'm not sure if i where that is in my podcast but I talked about how these meds make me feel compared to the original ones that I was on before I went into that manic episode and got re-diagnosed as bipolar right you know um but I do think these meds I was talking to another person who goes through the same uh, that I'm not sure she was bipolar, but she, we were in a hospital together and she's saying how she's stopping her meds because she forgot to take them for a while and then she started to feel like herself. And so now she feels like she needs to continue that. And I totally feel her. I totally get that feeling of she said she felt like she was on autopilot now I couldn't find the right words to describe it I was describing I've heard other people say when they're on meds they feel like a zombie so that was my first initial thought was like damn am I a zombie am I feeling like a zombie and I'm like that's not it 
I'm like, I don't feel, I don't feel slow and sluggish and like so brain dead that I don't feel anything. However, I do feel that that description of autopilot to be correct. Like I do, I feel like my emotions are all one color of gray. Instead of how emotions are all shades of gray and blacks and shit, emotions are colorful and everything too, you know? But instead of my emotions being on this big range of difference and stuff like that, it's just been one flat line of gray. If that makes sense. I'm pretty sure it does, but um, I was really happy to talk to her and she said that because I was just like, how can I describe it to people? Because I don't want to do, like, I don't want to scare people and then be like, oh, I feel like a zombie. I feel like I'm dead. You know, like, I don't. That's not the feelings that I feel. However, I don't feel like I'm having the same emotions towards things that I usually do. Like, I'm a fucking crybaby. I've always been a crybaby. Right? I haven't cried since, for at least a month now. Men... Maybe since fucking March. Who knows? But usually I could get teary-eyed at a wedding, watching a wedding. I could get, you know, you know, something happened on TV and it makes you cry. It makes you feel so bad that you cry or something. No, like it's, I, I haven't been that way. Why? Because my emotions have been on autopilot, you know? And so I'm starting to think that's what keeps me from feeling motivated too. Because motivation... Feeling motivated is an emotion, right? Isn't it? What else could it be? Anyway, (laughs) feeling motivated is an emotion. And if I can't, if I'm constantly on this autopilot, feeling motivated isn't going to be a thing right now. Like me recording this right now, I don't think I feel motivated. I've, I've just been having, this is an epiphany. I don't like... I didn't feel like going to go hang out with the same people that I hung out with on a normal basis. The person I want to hang out with doesn't want to hang out with me right now. So many things is happening where I'm just like, man, I'm frustrated. So now I'm recording. But it took a lot to get here. It's been since March, you know? <laughs> that's That's my issue. It's been since March. And... That's the only thing I could think of that's been different is my meds. And hey, you know, it's helping. I do feel like these meds, they help. At the end of the day, I'm still trying them out. I'm still trying to learn from myself and really trying to pay attention and access how I'm feeling all the time. And yeah, I know I just haven't been feeling great. Like, I could... I... <laughs> I... But I haven't been feeling bad, neither. I haven't been feeling great. I haven't been feeling bad. But I know if I just work all the time and not do anything else, I've been doing the same thing for the same amount. Ugh. So, weekends, weekends, party, weekdays, work. Weekdays, work weekend sort of party I say party but really it's me and my friend drinking a beer 
or maybe taking shots or something. Just the two of us. <laughs> just fucking going at it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's wild. It's it's wild. Um, what else is there? What else has been happening? Um, first black woman to be on a presidential ballot is dope. Um, that's happening right now. I don't, it's dope. I'm just just taking it at a surface level. It's dope. It's what's happening right now. Biden is what's happening right now. It's dope. I have no, I'm not, this isn't about being political. (laughs) It can be, it can be. If I had the right person to sit here and talk to me about this type of stuff then I wouldn't mind um, doing it. But I am personally not going to talk about this type of stuff by myself. Um, It's not my cup of tea, but I will comment. It is great. Um, Shit, Meg the Stallion just came out saying Tory Lane shot her, but we all knew he did. So I don't know. If somebody's surprised, you got to be stupid. (laughs) How, you know, like, who else would have shot her? Who else? I don't even... I wish he would have just said something at the very beginning because we all knew he did it. <laughs> and he's just, for what I understand, walking around as a free man. That's wild. That's crazy. Um, I can say right now, my love life is non-existent, and that's okay for right now. I, I, your girl is going through a dry spell, super dry, super dry. Um, but yeah, boys are stupid. So what can I say? There's no point in getting more into detail about that. <laughs> They're just different creatures that I do not understand. And hey, you know, what can I do? And you would think, okay, you would think I would understand men a lot more since I'm such a tomboy. Like, I vibe so good with men male friends that you would think I would understand more and be able to gather some type of information but no I think it's kind of it's kind of even more confusing um I saw a meme that was like what that meme say oh it said to be honest, a lot of you females out there don't have a man is because you act like a nigga. And now, I'm not saying that's the absolute truth. I'm not saying I don't pull niggas because goddamn it, I do pull niggas. Um, it's just, it's a lot harder to keep them around or to pull them. Uh, it's just harder being a tomboy. Um, it's something... 
you know, they tell you you're going to grow out of your tomboy phase. And that's just so full of shit. (laughs) Like, I'm going to be a tomboy till the day I die. Like, pants are easier. No. I mean, that's the thing. I like to wear dresses and stuff every now and then. But I don't think I'm as feminine as a lot of males would prefer me to be. There it go. That's that's the better way to mention that meme. Yeah. You I don't hold since I don't conform to to normal female characteristics. It's always just going to be harder for me to find a male who can accept that simple fact about me. Um, but yeah, being a tomboy, I just, you know, it's funny just sitting here with these men and just like, yeah, you know, I know I sit with my legs wide open, you know, like I have balls and, you know, yes, more than likely I'm wearing pants and sneakers, just like you're wearing pants and sneakers, but I have so much more to offer other than that those feminine characteristics that I'm failing or that I'm not doing right now or that just doesn't that isn't me um will I ever stop being a tomboy because I want a man no no but I do feel like I get less looks when I'm Versus, I get less looks in tennis shoes than I do in heels. When I wear the heels and I dress up, you know, uh, cute bitch, uh, you know. Yeah, that's attention and I'm getting more attention. But, you know, uh, half the time it's not even worth it. And I could have been in some tennis shoes with my feet feeling good, you know. and And that's it. But... Hey, not everybody can handle something different like me. Huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. Life has been crazy. So I roll a blunt. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm rolling a blunt just to get my life together. I don't think I'll smoke it before this is over. Um, I think sometimes when I smoke and then (laughs) I don't want a lot of ums and ahs and uh, uh, uh in it. So maybe not. I am drinking a beer though. A tiny beer. Tiny beer. Um, well, yeah. Yep. The thing is, I'm not even sure if I even, I'm still in that phase of not even really wanting the relationship. You know, like, I don't even know if I'm ready to put that much work into somebody else right now. And, but I'm also open to the idea that that's not really true, you know? Because if the person I was interested in was showing interest right now, I can't say I would be like, oh no, I don't want to be with you right now. Um... I don't know. I, I'm on the fence. I am. It's just, you know, turning 29 
Definitely should have did a recording for my birthday, but I didn't. Um, like I said, it was like, eh, eh. I applied it straight through my birthday, but. <sighs> what was I talking about? Relationships. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I'm open and I'm not closed off to anything and. It's just also, if the person I want doesn't want me, then what can I do? (laughs) Right? Like, you want what you want. How do you stop that? I don't know. Uh, It's been something I've been trying to figure out for a long while. Because what I've noticed is I want a lot. And I don't want a lot, but I want a lot of people. And those a lot of people end up not blowing me off, but it just don't work out that way. Not the way that I would have liked it to. But hey, like I said, since I'm not waiting on it, it's whatever. Relationships are real whatever for me right now. Um... What else was new? I'm growing out my hair. Um, I think I'm almost ready. I think I'm almost at a length to where I could get my hair braided. And I'm really excited. Um, and it's funny that I mentioned hair because it does kind of tie back into my meds. Um, if you didn't know before that I have trichotillomania. Meaning I pull my hair out. Um, like just the way some people bite their nails or, you know, their legs shake or any other anxiety showing thing, nervous problem, mine was pulling hair. And the biggest reason I cut my hair back in 09 is because I was pulling it out so much that I was basically bald anyway. So I was like, I might as well just be bald. And 10 years of being bald is amazing and... I got to love my face in a different way. (laughs) In a way, I have to relearn to love my face again with my hair. (laughs) But since I've been taking my meds, I haven't been pulling out my hair as much. I still kind of fidget there. Like I could, you could tell it's not ball spotting anymore, but I definitely still touch it and... Yeah, I just know my meds is probably, it's probably the antipsychotic. I'm on lithium and Zeprexa, which is the antipsychotic. Lithium is what I think is keeping my emotions at a crazy, not crazy, but at that gray level, not up and down feeling. So my anxiety hasn't been that bad and all of that. And that's why, you know... It, it kind of sucks to see when people, I, I follow a lot of the people from the hospital. It sucks when I see them not, it sucks to see them not having such a good turnaround with their meds the way I am, you know, um, just because my meds are going well, I want everybody else's meds to go well and it'll be nice because these people are my friends now. And, but I totally understand why not, because shit, I want to cry, but I can't 
shit, I want to get a little angry, you know? I want a little emotion. I don't want to be on autopilot. I don't want to be just all gray. But, yeah, so I'm growing my hair back out (laughs) just to swing back around. And I'm almost at a length to where I could get it braided. And, man, I can't wait because this mini afro, it ain't for me. (laughs) It ain't for me. I don't know. I don't feel as cute. Uh, It's kind of... It's taking a lot of getting used to. I don't have the urge to cut it because it's taking so long to grow it to this point. Um, that I'm not in a rush to cut it. Uh, but yeah. Growing out my hair. The meds are working for that. You know, which is good. Um, if we want to... Just, just to continue on hair is... You know, the little afro that I have right now, I'm, I could just say that I'm really happy. I love the fact that black women with really kinky, curly, nappy, whichever word you want to use, 4C hair, is being told to love it. Because back when I was in elementary, growing up, in family, it was friends, with non-friends, hair, it was always an issue, or it was always a, like, that was probably something that I felt bullied about for as long as I can remember, since elementary, you know, oh, your hair nappy, you don't have good hair, you have bad hair, you know, it, it was so prominent, and I'm just happy that I don't think little girls, little black girls will have to grow up that way anymore. And it's really important to me that they know, like when my niece comes around and she just has her hair just in a little afro and it's so long and cute and everything. And then my mom's like, oh, her hair has to be done. Like, oh, her hair's not done. And I'd be like, yes, it is. It's an afro. It's cute. It's adorable. Like... We got to teach them to love it the way it is because shit, that's all they got, you know? I wish I grew up in a time that didn't criticize how your hair was for so long, you know? Like, now, you know, I'm walking around with this afro. As much as I know I have a choice, I could cut it since I hate it, but I I don't hate my hair right now. I don't hate it. I just wish it looked neater. Or I, this awkward afro phrase is just not for me. I would either want it to be longer or bald. I just that's it. You know, I just want my hair braided. I want braids. I um, I hope my job lets me have colors in my hair because that's what I'm getting back to. People be thinking they braids be popping, but my braids used to be popping and. I can't wait to have them again and and have them again in a time where I'm not pulling them out. I'm doing it for myself, not for anybody else. And man, it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. And um, it's already great and awesome. My hair is cute. Okay. I don't hate my hair, but like I said, it's taken me a little bit longer to love it in a way that it's just taking me some time. You know, I'm growing and I'm learning and I'm changing and it's getting there. It is getting there. 
Um, so yeah, I kind of jumped around on a couple of things. Um, let me think if I could think of any else, anything else to speak up on. Until then, give me one big, I'll be right back. Okay, so now I remember what I want to talk about. I want to talk about getting rejected. And why, as a woman, it's so hard for me to get rejected. Because of making the move first. Maybe this is a tomboy thing. Maybe this is my main problem, but, you know... I feel like I can make the first move or multiple multiple first moves in whatever case. Um, I can make multiple moves, but that feeling of rejection is still just so crazy to even fathom. Why are we scared of that? Uh, I find it funny because a lot of my female friends tell me, Stop hitting this person up. Stop hitting them up. They ain't answering you. Stop hitting them up. Let them ask for you, you know? And for whatever reason, I just, I I don't, I can't, I don't do that. I would rather make the first move because what if they never make the move? Then what? Then you just sit in there like, God damn, why don't they make a move? Um, the person I have in mind is particularly kind of confusing all around, but, um, talk about that another time. (laughs) But rejection is just so crazy. Like, uh, but I just, I think it's so worth it though, you know, to, put yourself out there in a way that makes you vulnerable and it's okay. It's going to suck once you, once it happens and everything like that. But eventually you realize that life goes on about it. Um, sweat is legit coming straight down my leg from my back knee. It's a sauna in my house. Um, But yeah, I kind of want to normalize getting rejected because I realize the more I get rejected, the less it hurts because it's just like, okay, they said no, now, okay, keep going, you know? Um, It's taking a lot of maturity out of me, (laughs) but you know. It's worth it. I think it's something that I think women should do more. Um, I had somebody hit on me and I kind of rejected them in a dumbass way. I think I'm going to message them and I can be like, thank you for reaching out to me the way you did when you did. I'm not gay. It was a woman. But I wish I was gay. Can we talk about why? Okay, anyway. Anyway, um, <laughs> but I want to thank her for, for just coming out and saying it like that, because it's just like, damn, that shit was fearless. And I hope 
my lack of reaction to her, my lack of response, because I don't think I answered her back. I might not have answered her back. I think I liked her message. IG gonna get us all, have us all fucked up with that like message shit, huh? Um, but no, she, she had kind words to talk to me about and she was so supportive and everything. And I'm just like, damn, I'm not gay, but, uh, thank you for reaching out, you know? Um, but she wasn't, she was fearless. She wasn't, she didn't care about getting rejected. Maybe I didn't really reject her because while not saying anything, I mean, I guess no answer is an answer too, right? I need to remember that. No answer is an answer. That's my problem. I think no answer, the way no answer computes to me is, oh, not right now. (laughs) Not right now. If you're anything with me, you're just a bad texter. But I make excuses for no answers. But that's okay. I'll learn. Maybe I just need to be rejected real hard. And I'll I'll really just know. Well. Wrote this blunt. Like I said, I don't think I'm going to smoke it while on the thing, on the podcast. I really want to record these things. If anybody is listening and you have anything video-wise, if you do stuff with video cameras and stuff, I don't know. Video editor something. I kind of want to... I think seeing me will almost be better. But hey, it's all good. Alright, well, I think this is where I'm going to cut this one off. Talked about relationships, the gym, yoga, my mental health, hair. We're getting rejected. I think I talked to about men. Oh, before I go, <laughs> I just wish, I swear I, I wish to the universe in my next lifetime, just make me gay. Please. I don't want to like men anymore. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to like them anymore. I just want to, you know, they're just too complicated. <laughs> I don't get them. They're complicated creatures and... I don't understand them as much as I would like to understand them. Uh, But hey, what can we do? Anyway, it's Nanner's World. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. See you for the next one.